the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr., and I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us on the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is my good friend, Mr. Carl Big Papa Welsh. Hey. Now, we got some special guests today. Who do we have on the yep. show today, Carl? Well, we are. We got two very handsome gentlemen sitting here right next to me. Uh, Mr. Tim McLaughlin is from San Jose Water. He's the manager of supplier diversity and community. Uh, community involvement, and we have Jose Espinoza. Jose, Jose Espinoza from California Water Services. Cal- uh, Jose is the uh, California Water Supplier Diversity Program Manager. And if you if you uh, uh, heard me say in both of their names, both of them are supplier and diversity managers or yes. directors. So let's let's get that out the way. Uh, Tim, why don't you give me your idea of what supplier diversity is? Sure, sure. So supplier diversity, I mean, for those who aren't familiar with it or don't live with it every day, basically, uh, we are looking to do business with diverse suppliers. And, and there's a lot of def- different definitions for diverse, but uh, we're bound by the, the Public Utilities Commission, California Public Utilities Commission definition under General Order 156. So it's women, minority, disabled veteran, and LGBT businesses. So whatever mm-hmm. we want to buy, we look for those companies to buy them from. That's okay. very, very important, Carl, because uh, that's how Tim and I have grown to know one another for a couple of years has been now, right? That's Tim? right. That's right. Yeah. So it's very Carl's been coming to ask for money, right? That, <laughs> Usually, <laughs> that's, yeah. his, that's his thing. That I'm a supplier of diversity. <laughs> I'm one of them. I know I can. And, 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 and so, Jose, uh, being the, uh, um, the program manager for you responsibility, your responsibilities are for the utilities to go and enhance procurement sources uh, in the community. So how does that work for you? Um, and, and, and congratulations. I heard you just won what uh, uh, Supplier Diversity Manager of the Year. Is that what it uh, was? Or? Distinguished Supplier Diversity uh, Manager. It's distinguished. Oh, yes. distinguished. Congratulations. Oh. Not just a regular accent. Yeah. <laughs> he had to accentuate, accentuate that distinguished. <laughs> congratulations. So what do you do with, with uh, Kyle Waters? Thank you very much. It's similar to what Tim is doing. The difference is the territory that I cover. So our company cover, operates in more than 20 cities across the state. And similarly, we're looking for minority woman-owned, disabled vet, or LGBT-owned businesses to bring them into our supply chain. Okay. The intent is that they can enhance their our operations 
they can provide better services. They can help us save money uh-huh. and in, in turn just provide better products and services for the community. So you guys talked about General Order 156. Mm-hmm. That means that it was mandated by the state that it's required for you guys to do it? Or is it just saying, hey, we want you guys to make sure that you work with minorities within the business and, and here's part of the, the guidelines? And uh, how does that work? Uh, in general, uh, it is a mandated program, but it, it's it's mandated that you have a program. Right. Uh, after not, that, you can run the program the way you want. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are a few things within General Order 156 that they want to see you do as a regulated utility. So this isn't just the water companies, but uh, all electric and, and gas companies up and down the state. Now, does that does that help you uh, any with with either securing uh, some of the, the the suppliers, the minority uh, suppliers? Do they come to you, or do you guys actively solicit? Uh, going out to find uh, uh, your suppliers? Uh, it's a combination of factors. We do conduct a lot of outreach. We attend over 50 events across the state mm-hmm. and sometimes out of the state trying to promote the message and let people know of the opportunities that are available for contracting. Now, what the program, what the general order creates, it gives us the mandate and it gives us, so to speak, the power to justify all the actions and the outreach that we do. Well, since we work with you know, Silicon Valley Black Chamber, you know, we have a couple hundred uh, uh, um, members. How how do we get those members? And I know Carl is really adamant about trying to get members involved in some of the supplier diversity uh, programs. How do we actually get them to get involved in um, uh, some of your programs? Uh, I I would say, I mean, we've we've run, when I say we, um, there, there's uh, something called the California Water Association Um Jose and I are two members of seven that make up that water association. We all okay. purchase similar things. And we've had outreach events um, in in, uh, uh, in conjunction with the Minority Business Development Agency. And we, we run uh, four events, one per quarter um, throughout the year. And that's been very well attended. And that's just an example of the type of events that, that we run and participate in that we would encourage uh, your, your listening members who own small businesses to attend. And you guys promote those uh, in the community? You promote them on the radio? Or you promote them in, uh, uh, on, uh, on television that you guys are having these programs? You promote them? You work with the chambers and things like that? You actively support that is correct. We partner with the chamber so that they can help us get the message out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it will, you will see it on a business journal. Sometimes we will use our websites, our Facebook pages, whatever we can use to get the message out. Good. So, I, I think that's an incredible program <coughs> that you guys run. Oh, no, it's a great thing. And uh, one of the things I want to bring to the surface is the challenge that you guys may have in trying to get uh, minority um suppliers to participate. What, what challenges, Tim, have you ran, in, ran into? And then I'll ask you, Jose, the same thing. I mean, th- there's multiple challenges. I mean, if, if I look at it very broadly, um, I'm, I'm very challenged in, internal to my company to find mm-hmm. opportunities. We, we do a lot of outreach, so we're able to see a lot of uh, capabilities out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't have all the opportunities. So w- one of the major challenges that I think is a perception of a small business is it's, it's hard to get a contract mm-hmm. and really building the relationship and staying with the relationship. Sometimes a contract uh, happens two to three years after the first introduction yeah. and oh. it's just maintaining <clears throat> the contact. And, you know, if you keep knocking on the door and be Assertive, not aggressive. Uh, then, then uh, good things will happen. Or join the chamber, right, and let us go Absolutely. and advocate for you. That's Absolutely. a good way. Jose likes that. Now, tell me, Jose, the same thing. What's your challenges over so, there? So, um, in terms of cow watering, because of the territory that that we cover, some of the locations are hard 
to find diverse suppliers. On top of my head, uh, Willows, Visalia, mainly mm-hmm. in the Central Valley, those are challenging. Another one that I have is some of the business are not certified as a minority mm, owned. That's a key point. And Stay the on chan- that. Exactly. So when they become certified, it's being equal, it's the same as being on a yellow pages, where Tim and I we will search for the for the vendors for, with the opportunities that we have. Hence, we also advocate for businesses to be affiliated with their chamber <laughs> because mm-hmm. you are the link to us mm-hmm. and you are the link for the community for us. So if you in the middle, you can be effective on that, helping us carry the message, then we can be effective on bringing you into our Did everybody chain. hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Jose said, you know, you want to connect with your chamber of commerce, specifically what? The Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and it's only going to cost you $99.95. <laughs> no, no. So, but, so what exactly, what exactly, um, well, what type of suppliers uh, do you guys work with? Uh, well, it's really anything and everything. Um, I, I will tell you that, that our profile, our spend profile, is approximately 50% construction related. Yeah. So we're, we're obviously out there looking for construction companies, um, with, with a major focus on that. But I mean, anything from the chairs that we sit in to safety signs, to paving, uh, vegetation removal, uh, and the list just goes on. Just think about what it is that you need inside this building. Mm-hmm. You have to buy desk chairs, everything. All of that is, is cleaning services a, and toilet tissue, things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That, there shouldn't be a, a, a shortage of, if you if you that diverse, which is in your in, in your name, it shouldn't be a shortage of companies. Minority and, and women are considered white women, black women, Asian women are considered minorities. LBGT, disabled vets, Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, right. And that's and and I, and I wanted to ask you specifically about Native Americans because I know they're di- they're they're um, uh, uh, dispersed. They're all around mm-hmm. the state of California. Mm-hmm. Do you work closely with a lot of Native American organizations? So in terms of organization, yes. For example, the American Indian Chamber of Commerce is one of our partner oh, organizations. Nice. But we also have a lot of vendors. Uh, Blair Church and Flynn comes to mind, which is an engineering mm-hmm. firm based in Clovis. So they do a lot of work for us in terms of structural engineering. And we also have a few construction companies that are Native American and also advertising companies that are Native mm-hmm. American. So there is a, a wide gamut of companies we work with. So, so um, how long has supply diversity programs been around? I would probably uh, it would be it wouldn't be good if I threw out a number, but <laughs> uh, but, but I would I would say it's it's Legal, safe to oh. say thirty plus years. Wow, really? Right, right. Man, uh, from from I think the inception of Geo one fifty six, and, and I have to go back and check, but it it probably is right around uh, you know three decades. Oh, wow. Now, we have a couple minutes before we go to break, but there is a question I always want to ask as far as for your side, what type of impact do you think you've made, you know, in companies' lives and their, you know, uh, their businesses? What type of impact do you think you guys have made? we got a couple minutes before we go to break. For example, one of the companies, an African-American-owned based in Fresno, they eventually got a couple of contracts with us. Now they open offices in San Francisco. Oh, oh nice. Good. So not only are we talking about geographical expansion, but now you need somebody to work in that mm-hmm. office in San Francisco. Jobs. And exactly. So what we love about this program is that the businesses will tend to hire people that look like them. Yes. So now we have more economic impact into the African-American community. Another uh, business that I can think of is this Native American consultant company. Every year, they give money to the food bank. 
mm. in the local organization. Nice. Mm. So what I tend to say to our procurement team is what you do, the dollar that goes to this community goes a longer way mm. compared to if you give it to a public company. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that, Jose. Well, I want to. I, I want to continue with that when we come back from the break, though. Cause I yeah, think that's extremely. Yeah, I think that's incredible how you guys can actually change the lives of not only yeah. just these corporations, these companies, but you can extend the life of the companies as well as extending opportunities within the communities um, and their communities and 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 the communities of the companies and, and and even build it across the state. I think that's incredible. And I think and I think our listeners will really like just a little snippet to understand about how water works. And so we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back from the break. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. We have Jose Espinosa, we got Tim McLaughlin, and we're going to talk a little bit about water. Um, it's always been very curious to me about how water gets to the public and what's really happening with water. Uh, the little I know, and I want these guys to kind of correct me if I, if I get something wrong, I know there's some way that the Santa Clara Valley Water District disperses water to private companies who then kind of sell water to the public, right? And we on the public, we have to get the water and pay our water bill. But a lot of people don't know there's a lot of people vying for that water. There's farmers vying for the water. There's businesses and there's individuals and people like uh, the California Water Service and San Jose Water. They're here to help us learn a little bit about that. And uh, I, you guys have freedom to talk about that. But first, I want to go back and talk a little bit about Tim and Jose and who they are and how they became the supplier diversity managers and, and what goals they have. So we need to listen to what they're trying to accomplish. So, Tim, you start first and tell us what you're trying to get accomplished. And who is Tim McLaughlin? All right. Thanks, Carl. So so I uh, I've been with the water company here in San Jose for about two and a half years now, and I, I just moved here about two years ago, so I'm now a member of the community. Uh, I lived in Oakland prior to that. I worked uh, at various utilities up and down the state. So I've, I've spent a few years at uh, PG&E, um, additional years at Southern California Edison, um, and some, some other stints in between, um, always related to a supply chain, but more, more focused on supplier diversity. So uh, the great part about about moving down here to San Jose and and being a part of San Jose Water Company is uh, you know I kind of wear two hats but they overlap quite a bit the uh the community relations piece has been just outstanding and we have a foundation and I'm in charge of running that committee uh, where we uh, we donate uh, grant money out to probably over 90 different organizations throughout the community. Mm-hmm. And so between, you know, supplier diversity, which Jose was very articulate about uh, talking about economic impact in the community mm-hmm. and and being able to go out and meet so many different 501c3s, diverse uh, diverse businesses, diverse organizations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really eye opening and it's great to get to know the community. Well, you're a people person, Tim, and that's why uh, I know this is a, a job that you really enjoy and you get a lot out of. I do. 
And yeah. Jose, you're you're the same way, man. Come on. Carl, I've been in supplier diversity for a three for about three years, and really only three years. Three man, years. you know yes. so much, man. <laughs> and uh, this <laughs> job has a social component that gives you this job satisfaction that you cannot get in other roles. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, I was in the Marine Corps. Wow. I served five years overseas. Wow. And uh, that was well, a really- thank you for your service, Thank brother. you. That was really fun. Um, I think the service shaped me in many ways. And, you know, we are very passionate about this program, Supplier Diversity, and mainly because we see the difference that it makes in the communities that yeah. we reach out to. Um, and always we're looking for these ideas. Entrepre- the entrepreneurs are the ones that can bring these new ideas or new ways of doing business and saving, saving us money and, and bettering our operations. So, you know, my goal is just to m- continue making progress and incorporating diverse suppliers into our supply chain. Yeah. Now, I know this doesn't make any it doesn't make any difference, but if you can you can hear that that uh, Jose is um, is Latino. Yes. Okay. You can hear that Jose is Latino, so he he would have. But but uh, you can't hear the fact that Tim is not Latino. He's not a minority. <laughs> what? Um, he's, he's the he's the other. Uh, you know, uh, Tim European. is a, Tim is a uh, is a white gentleman. So you don't have to be a minority. Or a woman to care about about the uh, uh, diversity and and uh, working with minorities and supplier diversity, right? Yeah, that that that's a great recognition. So I mean, it, it, it is. Well, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, an intellectual uh, yeah, recognition right, yeah. um, because because it is true. It's like you 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 don't often see someone like myself in supplier mm-hmm. diversity roles, mm-hmm. and so uh, you know, I, I I have to shout out to you know my company for uh, you know allowing me to do what I do. And, you know, they're, they're looking for results and, um, you know, they see the past history and so forth. But um, there are f- there are a few white males. Uh, but that is not to say when I say the definition of diverse, right. it includes everyone. Right. Yes. Right. And, right. and so that's why I concentrate on that word quite heavily. So the empathy wasn't because you went to BYU and they teach you, you know, how to love and understand. <laughs> no, Tim no is- the, the Ohio State <laughs> University. <laughs> Tim has been a very close friend of mine since he's come and. Uh, and took over from Charmaine, right? That's right. That's and, right. And San Jose Water has uh, consistently, you know, supported um, the chamber in its effort to try to bring other small businesses to one get what certify. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that certification because when mm-hmm. small businesses hear that, that becomes like a yoke on them sometimes because you got to get certified with the city of San Jose, certified with the county, the state, the federal government, PUC. Right. So walk us through how difficult or easy it could be about certification. So certification, there is a uh how you say, a component to it. It does take some labor. But here's the thing. Once you get certified with one agency and you try to get certified with another one, they're probably going to ask you for the same paperwork. So just make copies of it. And what I want the audience to know is that you are not alone. Tim and I, for example, have contacts with certifying agency, and we can get the insight, what's going on? What is the next step? What do they need? Mm. So that way we can come back to the audience or to the supplier and give them that audit, added guidance. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we have done in the past. At Cowater, we sort of uh, helped certify eight diverse suppliers last year. So it's a win-win situation. Now you get the exposure, 
and also I'm able to account for mm-hmm. the expenditure. Mm-hmm. That's really huge, and we want our listeners to know that. Now, one of the things we're going to do, and we're going to do this a couple different times, how could somebody reach you guys? And mm-hmm. We'll do this now, and we'll do it at the end of the show. So so for me, the best way to reach me is through my email address, mm-hmm. and, and that is timothy.mclaughlin, I'll spell it M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N, at sjwater.com. You can also find information at our website at uh, sjwater.com. And, uh, but, but send me an email and I'll send you a lot of different links, including uh, all the information you need to know about getting, getting certified under the CPUC. That's wonderful. And how about you, Jose? How could somebody reach you? Email address is certainly the best way. <laughs> J. Espinoza, E-S-P-I-N-O-Z-A at calwater.com. Good, good. I, it, your community involvement. Let's talk a little bit about that a, right. a little bit more. You, you guys. Not only do you help bring in small businesses and minority-owned businesses, but you have a community involvement that you guys help financially support on specific events that you do. Or how does that work? Yeah. So, uh, so anyone can actually go to our website and, and look up our grant program. And and basically, uh, we have four categories: it's health and human services, youth and education. We have another category, and then arts and culture. Oh, okay. So, so. Uh, the other category can catch all. So, you know, people out in the community that have 501c3s uh, can reach out to us. They can uh, download the grant application and apply for funds. And, uh, yeah, and we, and we look forward to, like I said, I think over 90 different organizations throughout the year we, we are able to give funds to. And and a, a DBE, diverse business enterprise. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the terms you guys use, and I had to look it up because I didn't know. Um, um, that's just that just simply just means those are the businesses, the small businesses that you guys work with. That's what you call them, DBEs. Correct. It's just a term that encompasses all the different categories. Yeah, there's a ton of different acronyms, yes. Carl. There's a you know minority businesses. Uh, the small businesses, MBEs, BEDs. It is confusing. Yeah, I'm thankful for everything you shared. There's a new organization that you and I had a chance to talk about earlier. You got a couple minutes to kind of share that sure. with the audience. Sure. So, so I'm president of the Industry Council for Small Business Development. It actually has been around for a long period of time, but I've been president of that organization for uh, well since January of this year. We we have. We have luncheon events where we bring speakers in. It's the third Wednesday of every month at the Biltmore Hotel in Santa Clara. So I encourage the listeners to uh, uh, to, to look that up and, and uh, attend one of our luncheons. Uh, we have great speakers. We're also expanding in 2018. And uh, it's too early to announce, but we are looking at having a, a major event uh, in the January, February, March time frame of 2018. And there'll be more information about that on our website. Mm, good. That's good for our listeners to know. Is there anything in the future you got coming up, uh, Jose, that you want our audience to know? Well, in terms of supplier diversity and our outreach, certainly we have our Meet the Primes event, mm. which, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be in the Bay Area within uh, the first half of the year. And the intent is to bring our prime contractors. These are the companies that have the big contracts with our organizations so that they can meet diverse suppliers and talk about mm. the different opportunities that they have. That is really huge, Carl. That's, um, that's something that's been on my mind and heart for a long time because many small businesses, or shall I say micro small businesses, really don't have the scale to do the business that you guys may right. want them to do. But if they become subcontractors to a prime, boom, there goes a contract, there goes dollars, there goes that growth, all the stuff you're talking about. Carl, is there any other questions you'd like to ask him? Well, one of the things we talked about, and I'm, I'm not sure if, he, if we've answered it, about how water actually gets from, I don't know, Nevada to, to <laughs> EPA or Nevada to San Jose. How does that actually work? In about one I minute. I mean, is it like a big bucket? 
the water. Guys. So I'll give you I'll give you a very quick view because I don't know the detailed answer. But basically, from San Jose water standpoint, roughly a third we purchase from Santa Clara County Water District, a water wholesaler. Uh, a third from groundwater and, and a third from the Sierras. Uh, so, so that's the short answer. And, and one third, one third, one third, that might change over time. And what about, the, what about the time that me and you went on that tour, Tim, and we saw water that was poop water? <laughs> Tim drank it. Tim drank it. I'm telling everybody. Tell us about that, Tim. Was that a good experience? It was a wastewater treatment plant where it comes in not looking so good, and it comes out cleaner than any water you've probably ever had. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, we got about 30 seconds before we wrap this up. Is there any parting remarks, like a, a website, again, we want to have you guys say, and for you, Tim, and for you, Jose? Well, certainly to the audience, please, please partner with the Chamber of Commerce. They are our conduit. They are our springboard. They are our blackboard. This is how we get our message. And we need diverse suppliers to participate. It is only you who will make us successful. And that's the whole the oh, whole, I love it. The goal of our project. I love it. I love that guy. Tim, can you say something like that too? <laughs> I will. I, I, it bears repeating. Rather than say ditto, I will also mention become become a member of the, the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and utilize the other organizations out there as well. Um, and and I would say my parting word is is be encouraged and and keep a relationship formed with the people that you meet, such as myself and Jose, and just keep that relationship going. Good things will happen. Well, we've been so proud to have you guys on today. We want to thank Tim and want to thank Jose for coming in and giving us this idea about water. And for those out there, stay connected. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 